Nonkululeko Mandula on SAFM. Si On Wake Up and Live, we are joined by uh, relationship therapist and mental health practitioner, Little Honolo Mazendo, and we are looking at mental health plan for the new year. Yes, the year has started, we're 11 days in, um, but it's still enough time for us to start planning for our mental health. A very good morning, Little Honolo, always a pleasure having you. Good morning, and thank you very much again for having me. Issue, the issue of mental health, you know, this week we've spoken about it so many times, even over the holidays. It's clearly a very serious one. Just a quick question. Why is it that we are speaking more of mental health issues now than we did years back? Yeah, it's because years back we did not understand it. We And when it happened, we attached many labels to it, especially in the African country in the african culture or in the in the african society we gave the mental health issues or elements labels in terms of what we have known and that doesn't mean it's not working i i know people who were diagnosed with depression and they went for ukutwasa and then at the end of the day they are not depressed anymore but it was something that it has always been mental health issues have always been something that have been associated with illness or with madness or insanity that uh, I mean you are not well mentally or psychologically so uh, people didn't want to associate with that and if especially because of the terminology that like for example calling depression mental illness or anxiety mental illness and at the same time when a person uh, is is like the brain does not function properly maybe they have a, a, a the problem maybe yes they are in, they, they have insanity or madness and then those people are grouped in the same group of the of mental health and at the end of the day people didn't understand that mental health or mental illness or psychological disorders are normal illnesses that does that do not necessarily mean somebody is out of their minds or they are crazy or they are insane so but now people are becoming more aware because more people are, are starting to go to psychologists and they get counseling and they get diagnosis and we see people die by suicide because of depression we see people suffer from anxiety and they're into drugs into a lot of things that are causing harm to themselves and the more these things happen and we look at them from a broader perspective and then we can see that yes even as in, in as much as these things could be um things that we have always understood like um the ancestral calling or the witchcraft or anything like that if we have a multidisciplinary approach towards it we will understand that there are elements of chemical imbalances in the brain that could lead to anxiety and depression and schizophrenia and any other mental health disorder. Mm, I hear you. I hear you, Marco. Um, I'm saying Marco now because you were speaking about Uktwasa. Hey, hey, Lisa, <laughs> Maybe no. I have a La- calling. Lapo, you're, you're a pastor, uh, aren't you? 
I, I I have been a pastor because I used to pastor a church, but now by function, I'm not a pastor anymore. But it it doesn't go away. So <laughs> you might not be pastoring a church, but yeah, it doesn't go away. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about planning for mental health. Né? A lot of people in the year 2023 and previous years are really struggling. I mean, I was talking to someone yesterday who was saying their business was really impacted negatively by um, COVID-19, by the looting incident that happened, and she's still not recovering. And even her family, mentally and everything, she's just not recovering. So how do we recover from previous year's setbacks? Yeah, the the first thing that we need to understand is that setbacks will always be there. And thinking they won't be there make them unbearable when they happen. Um, we need to prepare ourselves for the unexpected. You know, you can you can plant your seeds and water your garden and grow grow your your vegetation, and you can put a net to protect it against the birds, but even though you have done what's required to protect your vegetation, it, something could could happen. You, there could be a storm that sweeps it all away. And we, unfortunately, life is a risk and life has a lot of um, unforeseen uh, tragedies that we experience. And that one of looting and COVID-19 is a very, very tragic one because it was, it's very, it was very much beyond our control. And it's, it's something that is so it, it's something that is so sad it's something that uh, we can't get around covid-19 took a lot of businesses it took a lot of lives and some most of the things that the, the damages that were caused by covid-19 are irreversible and people who are looting didn't understand that you know what we are putting a, a, a damage in this person's life that could be irreversible but the best way to um to to deal with setbacks is to actually um okay acknowledge that they did happen and at the end of the day ask yourself what do they mean to me what have i lost um if i lost the business what have i lost when i lost the business because sometimes it's not about the things we lost but it's about what we lost when we lost those things like for example you can you losing a business um, that means you have lost your livelihood and maybe you could have lost your sense of, sense of identity and there, there could be a lot of things there. Can you please give me a second? I need to switch off this. Not a problem. We'll take a quick break. Wake up and live. We've got little Honolulu Mazindo and we are talking about mental health planning for the new year. So we've spoken about uh, recovering from uh, the previous year's setbacks. You said, how do we do it, little Honolulu? Yes, I was actually um, talking about understanding what you lost when you lost what you have lost. Um, when you lose, when you lose a business, it's not like you are losing a shop that has teals and um, maybe um, a supermarket that has maybe some groceries people can buy from you. You are also losing your sense of identity as a business person. You are also losing your livelihood. You are losing your ability to take your children to school. You are lo losing the ability to pay for your rent. Uh, to, to pay for your car and to live life the way you used to live it. And at the end of the day, having 
experienced, for example, a closure of business because of unforeseen circumstances and things that are beyond our control, like looting. It also instills in you the fear of starting over. Say, okay, I can start over, but what if now when the business picks up, the same thing happens? Because there's no guarantee that the looting will not happen again. There's no guarantee that there will not be another pandemic that will lead to the closure of the world again. So now you you tend to approach, even though you know you can start afresh and you can build your life again, you approach it with more fear. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, there is a possibility that it will happen, but there is also a possibility that it will not happen. And we shouldn't be paralyzed by the fear that it will not happen to an extent that we don't take action. If you look at the wild animals, like for example, an impala, when an impala goes to the river to drink water, it it knows that it could be the last time it will ever drink water because it knows that there are crocodiles in the river, but it doesn't stop going to the river so that it can survive. So if you have lost things in that way, I mean, obviously, if you could build that business, you have the ability to build it again when it co- collapses. But if you are paralyzed by fear into inaction and showing, I, I can't find, I can't get money any, any, in, in any other way, and it has to be this business or no other business. Sometimes you can review uh, the kind of business that you should be doing in the South African context. South Africans don't want food when they're angry. They loot and they destroy shops that buy food. What can you sell that is more safer, maybe like that is more free or what strategies can you or what what systems can you put in place to make sure that when the looting happens, it doesn't that like people don't come into this shop or they don't come into this complex. So at the end of the day, plan, have have a plan on how you can prevent what happened from having happened again. But don't think that that plan is 100% foolproof because something could still happen and have 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 for example um the the backup the insurance something maybe the insurance that will pay if it if, if possible for the things that you might lose when you lose them uh, that's why we have insurances we you don't know you might have an accident someone might bump into your car so knowing that setbacks will happen will help you to be better prepared for them when they happen and it can help you prevent them or it can help you recover from them much quicker but at the end of the day um you need to remember to say okay this is what happened this is what i lost i lost the relationship my marriage fell apart my business collapsed i lost the job or whatever it, it is that has happened always remember that it might that the end of one thing might be a beginning of something even better. So ask yourself, what was that end a beginning of? And you will find that it will be a beginning of um, a life that is much better than the one that you have lost. Oh, yes. Uh, We need a better life. So how do we then approach the new year mentally and start planning for the new year? Number one, I want us to develop a strength-based approach to um, to, to, to the new year and to how we are going to manage our mental health. And I, I went, by strength-based approach, I mean a few things. Number one, calculate the things that you have achieved the previous year, no matter how small. Because usually, we, we, the, one of the reasons why we are in misery or we have mental health issues, especially depression, especially anxiety, is because we 
we look too much at what we did that did not work or what we didn't do that could have worked but now because we didn't do it it didn't work we focus to the too much on the negative side we we have this all or nothing mentality you know i am i i, I am a, I'm a, i am a teacher but because i'm not a principal i'm nothing so we 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 we, we don't celebrate our achievements. And I've seen this with a lot of my clients, especially the ones suffering from depression. They they, they sort of ignore, or it's, it's like their minds are, tend to be blinded from what they have achieved. Someone would say, I'm an absolute failure in life. I, I know, you know, I'm, my life is not making any difference. I'm not making any impact. I don't see, um, like I see, I'm failing in everything that I do. And that person has master's degree in clinical psychology in private practice for eight years, for example. Or maybe he said she, that that person has an honors in human resource management. She, she heads HR department somewhere. So they, we, we tend to overlook what's good about us and focus too much on what's wrong about us. And it's, it's okay to focus on what's wrong about you, not, not, to, not necessarily to focus, but to identify what's wrong about you, what's wrong about your life, what you, what you did, um, maybe what, what you did that you could have done differently. But at the end of the day, most of the focus should be what did I did, what, what did I do that worked? Like, for example, if you spend sleepless nights uh, at night and you struggle to fall asleep, you can ask yourself, what are the nights where I actually could have not fallen asleep, but I did actually fall asleep? And then how did I do that? How do I do more of that? So identify the, 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 good, the, the right things that you did, your strength, your resilience, things that you went through, setbacks that you went through that could have broken you, but didn't. Yes, you have not recovered. Yes, you have lost a lot of things, but you are still here. You are still coping. Many people did not survive that. They put a rope around their necks and some others got heart attacks, others developed diseases that have taken their lives but somehow you made it through and you need to understand that the fact that you made it through it means there's a lot of resilience in you there's a lot of resourcefulness in you there's a lot of strength in you and if you look at the things that you did right if you focus on your achievements and you focus on things that are meaningful the relationships that are meaningful that you managed to build you will find that if you can do more of what you did to achieve those things this year it will you will you, you can actually apply you can actually come up with the strategies that you can apply to deal with everything else that you might be facing so in other words you can actually um, um, uh, prepare for the new year and develop a mental health plan based on what went right and how you contributed to everything being right it could be anything. Maybe as a student, you have submitted your assignments on time, at least eight out of 10 assignments or seven out of 10 assignments. Everything, every small win, think about it, reminisce about them, be grateful. Uh, you can develop a, a, a gratitude journal, for example, write the things that you are grateful about that happened in 2023 and check uh, what how you contributed in those things happening and ask yourself how can i do more of what i did then to address other things that might happen in my life it's also about building healthy relationships and if you lost a relationship if 2023 ended 
at, and ended with you having a divorce or losing a loved one or someone dying or losing a job, you can focus on trying to build more meaningful relationships. It does, does not have to be a romantic relationship, but meaningful relationships that provide a support structure for you so that you can survive the year. So capitalize on your strengths, focus on what's good about you, and ask yourself what what have you done that contributed to what's good about you and how can you do more of that to address every other issue that you might be facing in the new in, in, in the new year so at the end of the day you might have a good strategy and when you know that you have the ammunition to deal with depression or anxiety or any other mental health issues when it appears you have you you have more peace you become more relaxed you become less anxious more productive and at the end of the day you are strong enough to face your challenges for the year all right, we are going to be strong. We're going to deal with our anxiety and depression. We're going to recover from previous year's setbacks. We're going to start off on a, a base of strength in the new year and, and start a new leaf, as they say. And uh, we're going to make sure that we are conscious of every single relationship, whether it be work relationship or a personal relationship. Be conscious of it so that we are able to accommodate it um, for our own mental health. I think setting boundaries as well is one thing we need to do when it comes to relationships so we don't give too much of ourselves and end ourselves up in a tailspin i really appreciate this conversation uh little honolo um please give us your closing comments yeah i just have to mention that you 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 don't have to suffer on your own you don't have to um be diagnosed, for example, with a mental health disorder for you to start taking care of your mental health. Just as much you have as you take care of your physical health, you you are you 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 are you can take care of your mental health the same way. And sometimes it takes more or less the same things. Number one, to learn to monitor your thoughts. Look at those ends that are playing in your head. By ends, ends is actually an acronym of automatic negative thoughts because usually we are, we are wired for survival and survival says, look for what's wrong so that you can make it right. Look for a problem so that you can solve it. Look for what's broken so that you can fix it. Look for danger so that you can run up, up, away from it. Look for an enemy so that you can destroy it. So at the end of the day, we become orientated to having automatic negative thoughts that are maybe weighing us down now that are causing us to slip into the state of depression and so that's the first thing learn to monitor your thoughts and challenge every thought that is negative ask for example if you say um okay i i i, I missed a flight yesterday so i'm not good at anything I mean, you might have, you must have been good at anything, at, at something for you to have missed the flight. People, some people will never miss their, the flight in their entire lives because they have not built their lives such that they have flights to deal with. So at the end of the day, you need to challenge the thoughts that um, overgeneralizes, overgeneralize your failures or catastrophize your experiences or the, 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 the all or nothing kind of mentality as I've already 
explained because those automatic negative thoughts and the cognitive distortions they can lead to you experiencing some kind of depression monitor the things that you say with your mouth because if you say too much of what's negative what's bad what's how much of a failure you are you're actually sending uh, data to your brain and your brain will provide you more data based on the one that you send to it and at the end of the day the brain will release the chemicals that will um, actually put you in the state that you say you are in it's not even a spiritual exercise it's actually a psychology it's actually a neuroscience whereby your self-talk your brain picks up what you say and it provides data that supports that like for example if you say i'm ugly um and then and then and then you believe that you're ugly you keep on telling yourself that you're ugly the men maybe your, your soulmate can come to you and say you know you know what you actually look beautiful and then you would say you would give them an attitude that says yeah right and then and push you stay you tend to push people away because they are revealing aspects of yourself that your brain has not provided support for because you didn't tell your brain that you're beautiful. At the end of the day, what you say becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's neuroscience, no spiritual, um, it, it, everything has a spiritual implication, but this one is actually neuroscience. Take care of your body, um, expose yourself to sunlight, take a walk around the block every single day if you can. Go for it, go for the gym, go to the gym if you can afford to go to the gym. Just when you go to the shop, pack a distant a distance from where you're going and walk a little bit of a distance. Make sure that you keep yourself, um, your, your body active because motion creates emotion. Um, I mean, learn to um, train your body to behave as if it's well even if it's not because once you behave as if you are well and you are you master that exercise that that technique your your brain will think you are well and it will provide the chemicals that will help you stay in the state of resourcefulness the state of wellness the state of resilience where you know you can face life so don't give up on yourself and if you feel you're overwhelmed despite all these things go and see a therapist or a counselor they should be able to help you process all the emotions the thought processes that you're going through and the behavioral patterns that are causing misery into your life. How do we get in touch with you, Little Honolo, as a relationship therapist and mental health practitioner? Right. My website is um, za. My social media handles is lefonolomazindo, especially on Facebook, because that's where I post most of my updates. I'm also on Instagram, the same name, so you can follow me there as well. If you want to book an appointment with me, you can call my secretary at 76 339 0848 you can call anytime during the week between eight o'clock and five o'clock thank you very much thank you very much little a blessed day to you further a blessed day to you and the a-teamers